I know oh, you like that. How long you been back, man? I see the girls in the club, they're getting wild for me. Ladies and gentlemen, it's me, it's me, it's the often imitated, never duplicated, love to be calculated, king of bada-bing, sensation, innovation, and I'm here with my better half, Brian Hughes, and today, Brian, I'm bringing you on for a podcast that you know nothing about. This is absolutely true, Mikey. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Well, I'm doing fucking fantastic. It is 3.48 on a gorgeous Monday afternoon here in Southern California. Brian, are, are, are you sitting down? Are you ready? Please tell me your game is open. My game is open. Excellent. Okay. Today, folks, we are going to predict, and by predict, I mean we are going to call, and what I'm dubbing, the Mike and Brian know everything about 2047 playoff teams. That's right. Before anyone has filed for free agency, before arbitration contracts were offered, and while previously Bill is preparing for his financial revolution tomorrow night on the podcast with V. Brian Hughes, um, we are going to predict every single team from every single division um, who's going to make the playoffs. Are you ready? Wow. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll have to give it a shot because uh, we're already on the air. <laughs> they, 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 they call these the way too early playoff predictions. Uh, the NFL just put theirs out yesterday, so I figured uh, of, anything of, that we can do, we can do better. That, that's right. You know what? You're not going to one-up us. We're the mm-hmm. PBA. Come on, foosball. What are you doing? So, here's the thing. I'm going to leave it to you. And do you want to go three per division to make it easy, or do you want to try to go four and two? What do you want to do? As far as who makes the playoff? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think it probably makes the most sense, in my opinion, to pick the t- top two teams from each division the way okay. that it actually works, and then we can work with the wild card because there could be a few teams there. You mean you don't want to leave out one of Seattle, Vancouver, Cologne? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So here we go. Are you ready? I'm fucking excited. By the way... Who's excited for that sim tomorrow? We have a lot of free agents pending, too. I was looking. Raul Trejo, um, Villarreal. Yep. He opted out of his fucking contract like a moron. Um, I was talking to Luke, and he was like, I'm making him cheaper. And then he's like, never mind. He wants $30 million average annual value. Obviously, he's working off the arbitration number there. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, it, it is going to be interesting to see free exactly. Agency from, like, whatever to, like, whoa, free agency is kind of lit. Like, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see because, like you just mentioned, there's there's quite a few guys that could, um, you know, They're not tendered either. Well, either tendered or there could be like I would say, in my opinion, and you, you tell me what your thoughts Dude, are. Jeremy Constable was. I declined. think like I think that there's like I think there's like five or six guys that are like actual difference makers. That, that could potentially be in free agency. And by the way, that's not even fucking talking about the guys who are going to be like key contributors. You're talking right, about right. full-on difference makers. Correct, correct. So, I mean, I mean, we, we both know. Who I would mean, those guys take, be, by the way? Well, Suzuki? Well, I, I would say I, I still consider, you know. You know who I won't st- be? Johnny Freeman. Yeah, I, I still consider Yoshimoto um, a difference maker, starting pitcher-wise. Um, Trejo, I think he proved this year. You know, I I get that. You know, I know Kevin is saying publicly one thing, but I still think, especially for what the contract value was, I still think secretly he was kind of hoping that he would opt in. That's just my opinion. But Trejo was a force for him this year, and when it mattered the most, like I don't care that he had a four ERA in the regular season, like he was legitimately solid in the playoffs. So I think he's still a force. We saw what Obata did for the Mountain Men. Um, I I, th- I think he's also somebody that you're Murakami's have- 35 for me. Put up a three war. Like there's a ton yep. of just consistent guys. Yeah, absolutely. And I was even gonna say, you know, and I I'm not sure what's going on with this dude, but but Jason Robinson mm. for uh, the Milkman. I'm gonna so- break the news. Um, Shane has been surfacing hard. I don't know. Shane, kiss my ass. He he's publicly said, I believe on the podcast that Jason Robinson will not be returning. So. That's well. That's what I was gonna say, and that's why I'm kind of tentative about this because, here's the thing. I mean, you're talking about a dude that had three WAR last year, a three fifty hitter that's sub thirty. Like, I mean, he's still fairly young, and he's gonna hit you twenty plus home runs. I mean, and he and he plays a premium position at center field. So, you know, we already know Chris Luther. Chris, I can throw nine hundred pitches. Luther. Breaking news: Jason Robinson has signed with the Seattle uh, Sharks. <laughs> Anything is possible except for when it's not because I'm I'm pretty cap stretched. I'm ca- pretty cap Bill, strapped. The podcast with Bill couldn't come uh, at, at a sooner time for the majority of yeah. the league. Here. Cohen, Bill, what are you doing, bro? 
Hey, I, I do need to just say real quickly while you chastise your child that he's doing God's work tomorrow. That Bill has no idea. Like, you know, in the future, guys, I'm going to try and make sure Bill comes on before the budgets come out because <laughs> I got to tell you, I thought it was in a really, really good spot. And I mean, I'm not in a bad spot, but it is funny. It's like, it's like, okay, like you try to teach your kids, like, hey, we're going to teach you how to do a checking account. Like, you get $10 a week from doing mowing lawns, you're going to put it in the bank. And guess what? After a month, you're going to have $10. You're like, uh, wait a minute. Like, that's what the, that's what our budget feels like. <laughs> Bill, uh, I'm going to officially try to hunt you down after the podcast and ask you uh, if we can confirm you as the pod diamond financial advisor. That, that's what I told him. I said, you know what? I said, the pay is not very good, but we mm. need a, we need a, a pod damn it financial analyst. And well, he started laughing. Bill, you are a handsome son of a bitch. There you go. All right. That, that paid for the podcast tomorrow for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, sure. Well, you got to compliment him tomorrow. I'm not going to be there. I don't believe. Or, am I going to be on the podcast? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Ooh. If it's okay, then we can do my favorite uh, song. Because that I this isn't. The here's the thing. This isn't a GM interview, right? This is actually official pod dammit type business. This is true. And if this is the case, I'll get to play my "It's Okay If It's in a Three Way Lonely Island" song, which I'll be very <laughs> excited to do. Um, but yeah, let's get to the playoffs. The 2047 okay. playoffs. Okay. We're going to tell 12 teams right now to pack it up. Don't yeah. worry about the following season and just play for 2048. Right. And the first team, okay, so do you want to talk about which team will make the playoffs first or do you want to start eliminating teams? Let's, playoffs? Okay, so here's here's what I think would be the most interesting. you get what I'm saying? Yes. Here's what I think would be the most interesting because I think everybody wants to hear something about their team, right? Correct. So well, I can do that. Let's start in the ARL and let's start in your division. Okay. We'll go from the bottom to the top. We'll start with yep. Palmetto. Started, started from the bottom. Now we're here. So let's, okay. let's start from start Palmetto. What do you think? Well, considering – He says – I don't know if you heard the GM interview, but he's saying with all the moves he made, he thinks he's a, he's a 500 club next year. Do you think there's any way he gets to 81 and 81? Do I think there's any way? I mean, I haven't seen Jacob put forth a truthful effort, so I'm not sure. I mean, I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, look. I mean, look at the players he has. I mean, they. I mean, they'd all have to develop. I wouldn't say it's likely next year, maybe in 2048. But the talent that he was able to acquire by tanking and by signing to long-term contracts are going to lead themselves, if not for next year, going forward to be a very competitive squad. I mean, when. I mean, if you look at his team right now, and I and I've kind of done it like just peeking through as we've headed into it. He was one of the teams that I actually had trademarked. He has, he has 22 guys on his roster. I mean, maybe they'll be there. Maybe they won't. I don't know. But the guys he has on his roster are decent. I think where he runs into problems is that there's teams like New York and Honolulu and not necessarily Disney because I'm still kind of just dicking around a little bit. But there's teams that have better farm systems than him once all these guys developed off the list, quote-unquote. Now, I don't look at the OSA list. I think it means fucking very little. I yeah. don't care. I just but use I, it as a point of reference, but I, a, I agree with you totally. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's fucking fun to look at. It's a good point of reference, but it's not really a thing. But if you do look at it, and you know, um, you know he's going to have three and a half, four pitchers. He has guys coming in off the trade. He should be decent next year. I have no reason here's, to think Palmetto has no shot at 81 games because anyone's a low bar in the ARL. No one's really that good. I, I get that, man, and I hear everything you're saying, and I know he's made a ton of moves, but I'm going to tell you this right now. I I think it's probably more unlikely, and this is going to sound kind of harsh, but I'm just going to keep it real, Jacob. Yeah. I, I keep it real. That's what I do. I think it's more unlikely that Jacob gets to 81 wins than, than you, Gary, um, or Carrie get to 90. Like – like to me, like, and you guys were at 78 and 79 wins respectively. You we weren't very good. No, no. But my point being is, is like, I'm saying it's a lot more realistic for you guys to gain 10 games, even though I know he's really low because here's the thing. All right. And I'm going to give you well, the reason. He won't look it. But I'm going to give you my logic. Hold on. Go ahead. His pitching's horrific. Okay. I'm just going to be nice about it. It's horrific. He has no veteran leadership in this pitching staff. And I know he's expecting all his young guys to develop. Remember, he but, made some trades most, too, bud. I get it, but these – okay, he has one legitimate starter, and then you have guys like Simmons, Ray, and Burnside that are that are underdeveloped at best, right? So what I'm saying is even if these guys develop this year, right, right. let's say that this is the development year. I'm not, being, I'm not being rude. I'm not being crude. You know me. I try to stay very impartial because I think it's the best way to provide accurate information. I'm saying if you were just to look at his rotation and you were to say, don't look at potential, I'm saying look at where they are now. He's, to me, he has, he has probably the fourth or fifth worst rotation, uh, fourth or fifth best rotation in this division. 
right? I know his bullpen is, is his strength, but you also have to look at the fact that a lot of these kids that are up and coming, yeah, they're going to be super talented at some point, but to win 81 games for this team, I, I think is a huge stretch. I think honestly, this is more like a 65 to 71 team. Yeah. I, I just don't know. And he's, he's one of the most that Well, this franchise in and of itself is one of the most interesting ones currently. Um, as as we touched I'm, on, I'm been, putting I'm putting them last again. Yeah, no, no, no. That that that's fine. I mean, they've they've done what they've done. They've. Uh, I I don't know how to discuss his team without like my true feelings coming through. Everyone knows I don't like Jacob for what he did to for the league. Personally, I don't know him. I think he's a bad fit for the league, hey, but that's just listen, my opinion. It's but, it's, but, a, what, it's a podcast. You're entitled to your opinion. Correct. But I just don't as want to harp on you, it. That's no, okay, but it's 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 fine as long as you give your opinion and then give honest, factual, like honest. Well, which is what I'm doing. Opinion here. I'm on much the team. higher on that's Palmetto. What I'm saying. Right. I, I'm considerably higher on Palmetto than you are, and I think I've shown that. I, I don't see any reason why he couldn't get to 81 wins next year. I'm not that high on Disney. I think Disney will be fine. I think Honolulu mm-hmm. will be fine. I think New York will be fine. I don't see either one of us, any three of us, any one third of us separating him from one another. And if that's the case and his guy develop, which, I mean, they should. I mean, they're all talented, quote-unquote, players. How he got them is not the point. The point is they're talented players. So they should be fine. Like, he brought in some nice players, low-hanging fruit. You know what I mean? In terms of what he had right. versus what he's getting. So he's going to get the aggregate. I mean, he won 40. He only fucking won 47 games last year. He only had a 0.29 win percentage last year. He was 62 games back. Like, he'll probably have the highest win total from last year versus this year. Like, even if he just gets to 70 games, I don't think anyone's going to have a plus 23 next year. Like, that's whatever. No, abs- absolutely. He'll probably mm-hmm. have the most. And I agree with you. I'm not saying he won't have the most plus wins. But once again, like I'm saying... If he gets to 70 wins, though, I, I don't think 70 wins is necessarily going to pass you or – I mean, like I said, you guys may come back a little bit. Like maybe one or two of you guys are at the 75 win mark. But I don't no see one's going him winning up. Wins. That's right. what I'm saying. I don't see him making up enough ground to where he's going to be able to pass – four teams in the division in order to a make the playoffs number one and b to win 80 plus games like to me that's like a that's like a pipe dream yeah no but fair enough but he doesn't really have to do anything i mean his players just based on their general ootp profile right. the that he's been able to conjure here, up if you will like here, they're just he, developed based on their their quote-unquote correct potential here, so, here I mean, would be here would be my analogy though mike Yes. Right. Here's my analogy, and this is for whether you're a basketball fan, a baseball fan. Oh, now you're speaking fan. my language. Okay, take the best college basketball team, whatever that now you're team not is. speaking my language. Hold on, way. hold on. Take the best college basketball team, whatever team that may be. Right. Like, okay, it's Michigan, it's Michigan State, it's UCLA, whatever that team is that particular year. Right. As okay. good as they are and as dominant as they are, you put them against the worst professional team, they're going to get slaughtered. Like it's just, it's just a reality because there's still kids that are playing on that team that maybe there may be a kid on that team that's better than some of the pros, but player for player across all five, not all five of those kids more than likely are going to get drafted. You understand what I'm saying? I, I do. It's, it's the same kind of analogy for me. I'm not saying Jacob's team is not talented. What I'm saying is, is where they're at in their development right now, it's still a team that in my opinion is being handicapped versus a New York versus a Las Vegas or an Oakland or even yeah. a Disney. Like you guys have, all of you have proven established pieces that have already produced. Yeah. And here's the thing with Paul meadow and to like if i was to go to your point of view like i think (laughs) i can't speak for every division but i've spoken enough to sean i know bob i've spoken enough to carry in passing i know gary i know myself like none of us are going to try to tank like none of us are going to try to cheat the game like we're going to all put forward like whether like disney's going for the championship this year or not my goal every single year is 81 games or 82 games okay So, so I got Palmetto six. Do you right. have them higher than that? Or do you still think they finished last in the division? I have them fifth. <laughs> okay. So who do you have sixth? I have Gary sixth. Okay. And so this what... isn't, hold on. This isn't Gary. I have enough injured players. Gary, guess what? No pimp points for Mike. Just go ahead and throw them over to me. <laughs> well, see what I'm he's trying... doing to you right now. <laughs> well, you see what I did for you. You, you see what I did for, uh, for, for Kevin last year, right? What? Okay. So what is it about his Gary's starting pitching? Team? Like, I just don't trust his starters. Okay. Like I, I know he's trying to improve them. I know his offense is insane. And I know it's weird that in near nine for me to say, tear it down. And I almost went Disney in the sixth spot, by the way. So I'm not even 
saying that I have Palmetto right, right. in the fifth spot. I'm not even saying that yet. Right. I'm saying I have Gary last. Okay. And primarily and that's... that's – No, hold, let me get to my point why. You ready? Sure. I am so concerned with his starting – with just his overall pitching. Like, just fucking concerned. His only good pitcher out of his bullpen last year that I liked is the guy he traded. Bolin. That like that like that's the only guy that should be on his pitching staff last out of last year. Like his Bo McGuire, he's solid, right? Pineda, he's out for basically till the middle of next year after rehab. Like I mean, he has lots of guys coming up, and he does. But I don't think they're ready for next year. Like I think they're just as good as Jacobs, maybe if not worse. Like in terms of overall development for my scout, I have not scouted all Gary's guys A through Z to know where they lie in development and where I promote them or not. But all his prospects pitching wise to me are in Double A or A. I don't think they're ready for the show yet. So unless Gary's able to find a guy, I mean, he already said he was going to go after Luther jokingly, but I don't think he's joking. Like, Gary knows pitching's his issue. His, he's going to win a lot of fucking 15 to 13 games again. But, dude, I, if, I'm, if I am a betting man, if I had to bet my life, maybe I don't bet Palmetto because his team is younger, <laughs> right? But if I had to put money down, real money down, I would put money for Palmetto to finish ahead in New York. Now, whether that's fourth really? and fifth, I don't know. But I, I wouldn't have Gary ahead of Palmetto next year just based on, like, it's Tim Johnson and Wilcox and Moore's going right. to hit 50 home runs each. Like, maybe. But right. Like, so Their so, pitching concerns me. Like, Gary is so good at getting talent, and for yeah. whatever reason, they just Wait, don't produce for him. Right. And I Honestly. know that you mentioned – I know that you mentioned about – I know that you, you mentioned the – um, the one, the one God, he's going to kick me out of the league tonight. No. God damn it. Well, I know you said Noel was the one guy that he currently has that he really liked, but he, I think one thing that we can't overlook is the moves he's made in the offseason. Remember, he went and got Correct. Alex Alex Moreno, who was twelve and six last year, three ninety five ERA from Toronto. Yes, but and this kid, if, and this if, kid if is, to, is an on, innings but if you're But if you're trying to project things out, right? Like, okay, like I don't think Disney's staff is great at all, right? I right. think I have better win now players on my staff than he does currently, and I got Rawlings that'll just counter out that guy. Like, so I'm kind of trying to take all that in consideration because I am kind of familiar with the moves. I do, I do keep an eye on Gary's team. I've always have because we've talked a lot over the years. Right. So, like, even with Jacob and me, like, I'm not necessarily saying that. The guys he's bringing in aren't better than what he has because they absolutely are, a lot of them. But if I'm making similar moves and I already have my team and Jacob's team pitching-wise potentially ahead of his, like where is he picking up that difference at? Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. I, I guess I guess I have more faith. Here's, here's what I'm going to say. say I'm not nearly as concerned as you are. Like I, I'm not With saying – No, no. I'm not, okay, let me, let me scale that back a little bit. I'm not saying I'm not saying that, news. that the Seattle pitching picks New York to win the World Series. Okay, let's 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 settle let's down scale there. It way back, right? Yeah, way back. Um, I'm not saying that um, that the pitching isn't a concern, nor am I saying that um, his starting rotation isn't his biggest concern, right? What I'm saying is is that if you look at a some pieces that he has in the bullpen, um, because he has a couple guys that. I, I think are good. Okay. Okay. The fact that he got Moreno, the fact that he's made um, a couple trades that I really, really like. Like, I, I, and I no, know I you're, like his trades as well. By I the mean, way. I really, really like the uh, the trade that he made uh, with Orlando, getting Dan Keeping and Chris Clock. Like, I slack by the way as you're talking. Yeah, I, I think that I sent you something. I think that both of those. I think that both of those moves are going to pay dividends. Like we talked about, I think keeping's like probably like a top 10 closer slash stopper in the league. But, but, but here's the problem. Like, so he's winning. So in my opinion, he's got to win. And I'm talking so you can go check your slack. He's winning mm-hmm. 15 to 13 games. Like he's not winning two to three games. Right. Which is fine. Um, but here's the thing. Like, Gary's financial situation isn't great, like, in terms of what I can see. So, like, is he going to really take from scouting and dev on the guys that are two or three years away to make a run at a division that he probably can't win anyways? Like, Gary's in an interesting spot. Well, I'm not saying that he's going to – yeah, I'm not saying that Gary's going to – I'm trying to take everything into consideration here. Right. I'm not saying that Gary's is going to take away from developing the the kids that he currently has. Then where does the money come from? And I don't. I'm not saying that he he's going to do that either. What I'm saying is the pitching is a concern, absolutely. But I think if Gary was on with us right now, and we had a conversation with Gary about, hey, what was your biggest weakness last year? I I honestly, as as bad as you 
believe his starting pitching was, I really honestly believe he would have told you his bullpen. But that's just was because of the way he horrific. That's just because of the way he lost last year. No, look, I this listen, one needs to happen for New York. For New York to be hype, hyper competitive this year, he needs to send prospects with Bobby Ailes. He only has one year left on his contract. Someone mm-hmm. will take it, so he can buy himself into a divisional challenge this year, or into a playoff right. win this year. Totally Bobby understand. Ailes, yeah. What I'm what I'm saying is is having having five guys on your team that are 25 plus home run guys puts you in a position where you're probably going to be either close or potentially five home runs this year again. I think Els listen Els is going to Johnson's going to Morris is, is absolutely going to well I guess I guess Gary's going to have to buy 20 million dollars which is fine that's fine yeah he that yeah I was going to say that's that's nothing I mean. No, I, he's got not the for points. nothing. It ruins your no, going forward. I, I understand, but what I'm saying is, is, is the purchasing of a cash influx at this particular point. That's like a to me. I mean, if you look at like our quote unquote economy, the pinpoint economy. I'm saying it's not, it's not a big deal in that aspect, right? What I'm saying is, is, is I think he's gotten enough relief pitching that he will be at least as good as he is this year. That's all I'm saying. And I think a 75-win so team. Year, wasn't he? What's that? Where was his bullpen last year? His bullpen was 11th, 11th. starting pitching with 10th. Like, neither Correct. one of them was good. Like, no, no, no. I'm not saying they were good. What I'm saying is I'm saying even if his record remains what it is now, at 75 wins, I'm saying I don't think Jacob – that's my opinion. Yeah. I don't think Jacob eclipses that, and I think he'll be a better team this year than last year. Even if the division's tougher, I think Gary's still going to win at least 75 games. Okay, well, Jacob may get the just super-duper – That's just my opinion. Bad- for a long time, really talented players on the team via the draft, whatever bump. Like, so that's not like, absolutely it could. He has guys who have more potential. So, oh, hundred percent. So, so the likelihood of them bumping up is to me more likely than Gary's pitching finding its way. Like, I just, I like, and again, like again, me and Gary have talked for ten plus real life years. So I've always taken an interest in his team. All, all his guys were in double A and A to me. Like he has guys coming up right. and they're fine, but dude, Oakland fucking slugs. He, Vegas fucking Gary, slugs. Like it's gonna 100, be hundred percent with you. There, there is. Here's what I'm gonna say in your division outside the top two teams, which I think will he probably. He has the worst pitching in our division. Would you agree? I mean, you a, think Palmetto? I, gr- I, I actually say second worst, but that's because I'm, I'm not sold on Palmetto. I know they made the trade to get the guy from, um, from Paris. But I am not a big believer in, in throwing out and throwing out one and a half two star pitchers, even if they're out of four stars, and just like assuming they're going to develop. Like, well, when you give them all ten year fucking contracts, they're going to get there eventually. I, listen, like, it doesn't matter. I'm you not give saying, them the experience, Mikey. I'm not saying that his guys aren't going to get there next yeah. year, later in the year, three years from now. He might mm-hmm. have the best staff in the entire league we're talking about this year Mm. and the bottom line is you're gonna have to play 82 games before the all-star break even if these guys develop let's say halfway through the year to be average or better that's still gonna put you in a hole in this division you still have two teams that won 100 plus games in this division that he's gonna play more often than other teams (laughs) you know what i mean that's all i'm saying so here's 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 my here's all i would say and i agree with you on gary i think gary absolutely should be trying to find a creative way of getting a starting pitcher whether that is looking for a low cost a low cost guy like i said but he but 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 absolutely needs at least one like dire need of at least one but i agree with you he needs a couple but it's it'll be interesting to see what he does this year, right? I think his bullpen is going to be a lot, lot better. Would you be okay? But would you be shocked if New York finished last? Shocked. I wouldn't be shocked because I'm going to end up having him fifth. So I can't <laughs> okay. say I would be shocked. Okay. But I would be I would be more surprised him finishing last than I would be if Jacob finishes eighty and eighty. Let's just put it that way. That would be crazy. We canceled two games. Correct. Yeah. So, okay. okay, let's move on. So you have, you have uh, New York last. I have Palmetto last. I have New York actually second to last. I just mentioned that to you. And as everybody in the uh, PBA universe knows, I literally had no idea we were even thinking about doing this. <laughs> Mike just said, "Hey, let's this do may a pod. just be this, <laughs> this. As long as we go, this may just be an ARL half. I may need to do the, right. the ARL later in the week. I don't know. So. Okay, you ready? So I have I have, I said I had New York sixth. Do you want to guess who I have fifth? 
I'm gonna go out on a limb just because it seems like you're the way I'm phrasing it. Yeah, you're 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 uh, really, you know, hot and hot and heavy with Palmetto. I'm gonna say you have Honolulu fifth. I do have Honolulu fifth. Okay. See, I actually have them fourth. Okay. So I mean, like once again, we're not like just light years apart. Here's here's my biggest concern with Honolulu. Well, hold on, I, I I agree. We're not light years apart. But I think that's largely because our division is so fucking tight. Like, it's not – if Honda if, – if me if, – if we – okay, so say the two teams next year won – they came back, right? Say they didn't win 109, 102. They won 102 and 100 – or 102 and 99. I wouldn't be shocked if the other four teams won somewhere in between from top to bottom, 83 to 77. Like, I think it's that tight. I don't think it's quite that tight, but I like I said, I, I get the just. I trust nobody in the division. I, I think I here's what I think. I think that there's a slight gap to last place, which I have as Palmetto. I think right. he wins somewhere between 65 and 70, which once again, because of where he was at, it's still going to give him 20 plus game oh, improvement. Yeah, he he's gonna get but, 20 plus game just from actually playing people. Right. I'm That's sorry. What I'm saying like he's gonna get a, a 20 plus game bump. I just think to like it doesn't matter what your record is, right? Like I'm saying like going from 47 wins to 80 is a lot to ask, especially in a division where you have five teams but, but, but that were all but sub 500 made the playoffs last year on our side. <laughs> Once again, I'm not. We're not even talking about playoffs. I'm just simply looking at the fact that one through five is literally 109, 102, 79, 78, 75, like win total, right? None of these teams, if you look at what they're like, who they're losing in free agency, and we haven't even talked about potential additions other than the trades that we already know about. None of these teams are going to be significantly worse. So my concern is my concern is if you're gonna give Palmetto like what the say, fuck? Sorry. 82 games, like how are they getting there? Who is the team in this who is the team or two in this division that's gonna fall off the cliff in order to get all these extra games? Because here's the deal. You know as well as I do, you end up playing the teams in your division more than anyone else. So let me so ask you a question. You have like, to get as, those as games on. in the division. I, 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 as you're on that topic. Do we think Vegas is 109 wins good, and do we think or uh, Oakland is a like? Do we think Oakland and Vegas are both 100 win teams? I I really think that they're both 100 100 win teams. I really do, but so I do, I. do yeah. think I do think you're going to see a slight slight step back, not because of talent, but because I think that your team a year older is going to be better. I think New York is going to be have better pitching, and like you said, Palmetto is better slash trying. However, you want to look at it. So, so I'm kind of cheating because I did kind of look at everything on our side before we started the podcast. Right, right. I looked at nothing. <laughs> um, I don't even have four teams from our division. I don't even have three teams from our division making the playoffs, but we'll get there. Okay. Um, so that's fine, and I don't so, necessarily what you're saying. I so just, six, six. I have Palmetto. Uh, Five. I have, New York. I have New York. So we have those flips. Then I have Honolulu. And then I have Honolulu fourth, right? So know, we have the, the top three teams. Yeah, I have I have New York, Honolulu, then Palmetto. Okay, so Um, the only difference we have is essentially is is you have New York last, you have Palmetto uh, fourth, and then you have the Surf fifth. And I have I have Palmetto last, New York fifth, and then the Surf. So so, it's still the same three occupying the bottom three slots, correct? Yes, but I think the difference is I think that if I'm not sure, but I think you would probably pick me to sneak into the playoffs. I'm not sure, whereas I don't have me making the playoffs. I have four from the other side. Here's the one thing that I've learned about you in the, 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 the small, minute period of time that I've not only been playing this game with you, but just by talking to you, you're a hard person to predict because I feel like if you really, truly want to make the playoffs, you can do that. But I also think you have a little bit of the, if, if any of the guys out there have seen that movie up, if you have kids like old oh, squirrel, like your, your attention can be redirected to something else very quickly. Like you'll be Maybe halfway, you'll be halfway through the season and have like a three game lead in the wild card and just be like, ah, you know what? I want to just play my kids. So you, it makes like it when I lost 17 games up and made the playoffs and I've lo- I went like, you know, like six, correct. 25. I'm yeah. just saying like you're, you know, there's not a lot of GMs that would be leading 
leading in a wild card race and just be like, hey, you know what? I oh, want to bring up some double A guys. Oh, I, I, I was last week of August up seven <laughs> games. So that's why I'm saying that's the only thing that makes it difficult for me to be like 100%. But I'm just saying, like, if you just look at it from a talent perspective, like, only reason why I have you third instead of Honolulu is, look, you guys were razor thin yet last year, and you're much younger. Billy Ramos is a year older. Um, You know, 343 last year. I'm not saying he's going to bat 343, but I think he's going to be a little better this year. Both defensively, offensively. You've got this stud, Gabriel Preciado. Watch his war jump a hole two points because he's not going to be out of position next year. Correct. You got this stud, Gabriel Preciado, that nobody really knows about, but I know about him because he he was a Seattle prospect forever. Well, he's going to stay healthy first, but yes. If he can stay healthy, like he's going to be a rookie of the year candidate. Like he's that good. Um, And then obviously your outfield, you know, Walsh, O'Keefe, and Blagden. And if you can just not put O'Keefe on a 60-day DL when he only has a, you know, a, a finger blister, like you got a legitimate shot. Now here, here's the thing, and and I and I don't disagree. I think I think Disney will be fine. Um, obviously I made a a big a big trade to get a guy in that'll help me solidify my rotation. I'm content on bringing back and adding another starting pitcher just to help me develop my kids because I do want to see. This is where my attention span goes off. I'm like, hey, let's correct. Play, let's play openers this year. Let's see? get 100 starts out of two guys. Yep. Right. Like you so, trade. Like here's a, here's a problem. Here's a problem with Mikey guys. He literally trades for a guy that's a five-war pitcher, and he's like, "Wait a minute, hold on. I have some, I have some relief pitchers that I think would really be good openers." <laughs> we'll see. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I, I gotta have one or two traditional starters. And honestly, I, I, I play this game to have fun. I don't necessarily need to oh, I know you do. conventional stuff every every day of the week. So, um, real quick, I have Honolulu four, me three, and then I have I'm, I'm gonna go Oakland regaining the top spot just because even though I think Vegas has more talent, I do have a little more faith in Bobby. Put that on your bulletin board there, uh, Sean, and what he's able to do year over year. And he, he ran a six-man rotation in the last month and a half. So he kind of didn't punt the division, but he didn't necessarily push forward either. Um, but 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 real quick, we can get more, and I think we will spend more time on Las Vegas and Oakland as we go through the offseason because they're obviously the two best teams um, in the division and probably on our side by a wide margin. I do want to say that in the Little Italy division, I have four teams making the playoffs from that division, mm. in large part for a lot of what you just said about our division. I think Las Vegas and Oakland are going to be so dominant at the top, they're going to bring our win total down, and I think there will be just a lot of win trading going on in the Little Italy division. There's upwards of five teams I can see winning the division next year, honestly. Okay, so I'm not disagreeing with you. The only mm-hmm. thing I'm going to say out of all that is I literally do not have um, – I, I got Bobby actually a few wins less than he had this year. I'd put him at somewhere between 96 and 100, mm-hmm. um, and I'd put Vegas somewhere around between 100 to 105. So, like so, I said, because the division is a little better, I think they lose a little. But, once again, if you look at Vegas's defense, like, it's really hard to bet against Vegas's defense and the fact that you look at their young guys – Brad Clattenburg, like he was lights out in the playoff. So wait, real quick, because I am writing everything down. You had Vegas, Oakland, Disney, Honolulu, New York, Palmetto, correct? Correct. And the super, I'm I'm, I'm titling it the super, super early doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. The by we, the way, like we'll severe, do this again prior like, to the season. By the way, super handicap. Like Mike literally just said, "Hey man, you want to just jump on and we'll just have like a casual podcast?" I'm like, "We are now <laughs> predicting the life of your children." Like, yeah. <laughs> Hey, by the way, I know you haven't done any research, but let's just randomly predict stuff so people get pissed in the league. Well, I mean, <laughs> shit, this is what I find fun. But hold on, wait. So <clears throat> you, you do have Vegas. That That's fine, and I think it's totally fair. Vegas has – Basically, here, here, so... here's the easiest way to look at it. If you look at the Wyatt Earp division, gentlemen, the, the I have them finishing exactly how they're stacked up right now. The only difference is Honolulu and Disney flop. Am I crazy to think that while Las Vegas has the best – one and two on our side. Oakland has the best pitching staff on our side, like pretty easily. I mean, you'd have to do the research, obviously. I don't. I, to... Yeah, I would have to do the research. Here's the thing, I, I haven't done a ton of research, but what I was I gonna say is, team, I I really like Piercy. Um, he's a young, young kid, 23 years old. I really like the makeup. Like if he was a left-hander, like, oh my goodness. But sorry, I'm, I'm from the, uh, I'm from the, uh, the French quarter. So, you know, obviously we're all about lefties, but no, I really like Piercy. Um, and I, and I think a couple of his guys really look good, but man, if you're just saying like straight up the whole rotation, you know, your phrase gun to my head kind of thing, like 
I like uh, if you're just saying like let whole rotation and maybe Bob, but if you talk, give me say hey, you know it's a playoff series. You get oh, a yeah, one I'm two three Vegas punch. Yeah. It's really hard to beat McAllister, Clattenburg, and then Mary. Yeah, and I mean I don't have Mary as high as you do, but obviously if he's your number three, you're in very very good shape. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I and, and I I do buy in. Like once again, I know we're a little different on this, but I do buy into, you know, the whole. Uh, and by do, the way, he has three and a half fucky relievers. So. Yeah, and I do, like I said, I do buy into. I know that we we feel a little differently on this, but I do buy a little bit into playoff experience. The fact that he's already played in the playoffs, there's some experience there, things like that. So you know, I mean, he may even tell you like, hey, you know what? I like Hurdle better, or I like Freud better. I'm just saying Mary because I think Mary, especially by the end of the year, I think he's going to be clearly his number three guy. Vegas, um, <laughs> despite the fact that I pick Bob over 162. Vegas does easily, without question, it's not close, have the best roster on our side. Like, it's just, it's so, like, far That's what, away. Yeah, and I and defensively, too. Like, Bob's got, like, here's the thing that's crazy. Like, Bob has a really, really good defense. Like, if you look at, you know, like, uh, you look at, like, Xavier Bradshaw, like, an elite shortstop, right? Mm-hmm. Ricky Henderson, I know he plays him as DH, but he, he's he's good. His center fielder, Conrad, he's good. Like, he has a lot of really good defense, but if you look at the defensive metrics of the Oakland Oaks versus the Vegas Bandits, like, the bandits are pretty squarely in front defensively. And that's the reason why, like, it's like, okay, if these guys are even close Oakland's to a me, plus plus defense and Vegas is a plus plus plus. That's exactly what I was going to get at. Like, I'm not saying Oakland's bad, but here's the thing. If you're saying that both of these defenses are similar or, or maybe even Vegas is slightly ahead, like their offense, like top to bottom, um, Vegas is really, really talented. I mean, there's probably, and I'm not looking, oh, I just pulled it. I was going to say, there's like five or six guys on this team that are like 300 plus hitters, right? There's like a very, five I mean, guys that are for, 30 but Vegas home runs. Was, but Vegas, well, not necessarily, he, Vegas didn't tank, but he was bad like Palmetto was for a while too. So he has all the top guys. Like I get that, but you know what? I, you could say the same thing about me. We came in at the same time. I had the number two pick when he had the number one pick. Some of that is when you just had devoid Correct, of talent. Correct, but you were also When you're devoid of talent, you're there. devoid of talent. You know what I mean? Right, so he got to kind of play his guys. I mean, his oldest guy is Oslander, who might be his best right. overall player offensively in terms of. Uh, I, I think McDonald. I think McDonald, his center fielder, is clearly his best player. Yeah. That's just my my opinion because I think whether it be defense or offense or whatever metric you're looking at, I mean, he's he's solidly a five plus WAR guy. I don't know what it is, but I feel like I feel like the veterans in the playoffs typically are the ones that have those moments over the rookies, unless they're I, like either and so, like super duper good. Within the next two years, probably half my guys are going to be in wheelchairs. Yeah, but okay, well. <laughs> Maybe we can. All right. Some money on, for you. Listen. On that note, let's move on to the little Italy division. So oh, I thought you were going to say on that note, let's move on to Montana. Oh, okay. Oh, didn't. Didn't. Okay. So, so the bottom what, is Orlando. It's not close. I, I, you know what? Here, here, here's one thing I do want to say. Like you know that I, I actually. What up, Scott? Yeah, I actually know not personally, but like I know Scott. I play with him. Play with him in more than one league. I've talked to. I talked to him on a, on literally like a weekly probably three four times a week type basis he's a really good dude i kind of feel like he's not as invested in this league right now he kind of goes in spurts right i'm trying to be nice you know because we're a pba podcast but you know i don't want to be edited by the uh fcc slash gary gary has told me at your podcast say whatever the fuck you want (laughs) so i kind of feel like orlando like like scott's the type of guy that like when he wants to win like he definitely knows how to play the game well enough to where he can win a championship Yeah, he can win when he, he knows wants. Knows not to release his entire team. Correct. Right. Yeah. So he, here's here's my thing. I, I have Orlando at the bottom as well. I guess the question for me would be, I think, and at least I feel like we'll, we'll find out in a second. But I feel like to me, there's a little bit of a gap between the top three teams and the bottom three teams. Oh, I don't know if I agree with that, sir. Okay, so I who think do you, one of who do you I have think one of hold on. Let's let me write these down. I think one of five teams can win that division. Okay, interesting. So who do you have in fifth? Cleveland. You have Cleveland finishing fifth. <laughs> wow. That's the thing. It's the super early predictions, right? So hold on. Let me – I have Orlando. And okay. The, and, okay. Kevin, so, Kevin, just listen to this, buddy. He's, well, got you, he's got you going from World Series contender 
to hey, fighting dude, with fighting with Orlando happened? for the first pick. What? No, I said fifth. <laughs> I didn't say that. What, well, who, also... well, who's going to get the first pick? You already got Palmetto moving up to like third in your division. Gary's getting the first pick. <laughs> oh. Um, no, I'm just kidding. It'll probably be Scott, but that's besides the point. Um, so here's the thing. I much akin to see Cleveland to where I saw Milwaukee last year. We know that there's a financial pro- like a hangover, right? And Correct. it's not with the winning team, it's with the losing team. We know that, the, that there's a financial issue in Cleveland, granted. What's what the it, financial issue in Cleveland? Um, his ballpark was wrong. He was only getting right. 35,000 seats versus 60,000 but, seats. But he's going to get the additional 10 mil. Well, cool, so, 10 so I understand 10 mil is not end-all, be-all, but I'm just saying if you look at his money, like he's not – He's, He's losing not, a lot of people. I don't know. Where, so I'm voting where I'm voting right now because I don't know who the fuck's going to be. So you're, base, you're basically assuming he's losing every free agent. So Trejo, um, maybe he brings him back. Like you said, I think he wanted him to remain more so than he let on. Yeah, I think um, so he too. He has Ernie Blost, who is his only other starting pitcher of note that I see on his roster going forward but, of any sort of – And he's a of, lefty. Huh? I said, and he's a lefty. So especially against Montana, like I think if but he's he can get him – he's a two-star lefty, dude. Like he well, wasn't – I, I have him as a two and a half, and once again, I don't I don't give a shit about stars. He didn't like start. you know that. I'm I'm okay, but come on, I'm using you as a point of reference. I'm not saying he's a two and a half star, which means he's a one point two point five board player. Right. I'm just saying point of reference, he's an average player. Right. Even this year is forty. Andre Dawson's twenty eight. I wouldn't be shocked if he non tendered him to be honest. Justin Lucido, oh. Sal Galvis, Oliver Tovar. Like who the fuck's on this pitching staff next year? Like I just I'm saying this right now. Because I don't know who's on his team. Now, again, this is a super-duper early prediction, bro. Like, I'm not saying that this is going to be where he's going to be. Dodd, obviously, is going to miss the majority of next year after rehab. Like, that's his best reliever. He does have Turley, so that's good. And, And by the way, like I said, this could be when we do this podcast in March. Not, like, real time March. We'll be in the season by then. But when we do this podcast again, like, in a week and a half, where we actually have rosters... I could have him winning the division. But as of right now, I have no idea who the fuck's on his team. Like, I honestly, like, pitching-wise, I have no clue who's on his team. Unless you tell me Shane Carver's now a two-way player, which I would believe because he's amazing. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, he has Linkletter. He has Carver. He's, <clears throat> he has a lot of good, really young players. Hold on. I just have no idea who's on his pitching staff. That's why he lands fifth right. I have no idea who he's pitching. Like, and that's, and that's fair, right? Like, I'm going to give you that. I'll say that's fair, but I also will say this. I'm looking at Orlando's lineup. I'm looking at Winnipeg's lineup. I'm looking at Salem's lineup, and I'm not taking anything away from Salem or Winnipeg. Salem especially because they have two or three guys that can hit, right? But, like, they don't have a Shane Carver. Like, they don't have a Freddie Linkletter. No, they have a starting pitching right now. Like, I I get it, but what I'm saying is, is, so you have one one issue – Versus multiple issues because I do want to say between Carter, Turley, and and wait, real quick, hold on, 100% finish your point because I think it's gonna be a long one. I I I just want to say, I will 100% gleefully eat my words because I do think Kevin plays like me. Like he'll be able to muck it up and get what he wants done. But I just think come playoff time, especially, and I don't know why I'm even talking about playoffs when I called him fifth. But like correct. I, I just don't think, like, as of right now, as currently constructed, he's not a World Series. Uh, he's not getting back to the World Series with this roster next year. I, I think it would be very difficult to get back to the World Series. I agree with you on that. With this I'm just roster saying, today. I'm just saying to go from 87 wins to basically you saying, like, like he'd have to oh, lose, no, 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 no. in my I'm opinion, saying... 15, 15. He'd have to be minus 15 next year. He's going to have to be 75 or saying, less to I'm be saying fit. Right now, I'm seeing the division from 93 to 83 wins, like or 80, 81 wins. Like I think it's going to be that close. So while I am not picking him to finish like first – I do think it's going to be that close. Like I think okay. one of five, and, and 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 what did I say? I have him fifth, and I also said that I could see one of five teams winning that division next year. Like so, I'm not like even clowning him out whatsoever. Like he's not Orlando. Okay, so yes, I'm I, seeing a lot of Redrick here, but I, I'm just saying I I don't know who's on his team. You're totally fine. So I have I'm looking at um I'm looking at in the fifth spot at Winnipeg. They do have um, this is so interesting. They do have a a pretty good outfielder that could potentially come up and whether it's DH or whether it's move to left field or, you know, whatever, however that works because their left fielder currently is not a great fielder. So there could be a potential boost in offense, but, but let me just throw this out there. Right. So Winnipeg last year and, and granted, I understand last year's stats don't directly correlate, but once again, run scored 10th batting average, 11th on base percentage, 10th OPS, 10th batting more 10th, home runs 10th, like every statistical category, they were 
basically in the in the bottom two or three. Well, Winnipeg has too much pitching, and he has too much pitching like Disney has too much pitching, which it's a great thing, 100%, right? But, like, he has lots and lots and lots and lots of players. He has probably the availability, and, again, I would put myself right up there just real quick to make the most moves out of anyone on our side. Like, he has so many options. He the does versatility have- of his roster is amazing. He does have options. He does have um, financial flexibility, which is Absolutely. something not not everybody does. Totally get it. But once again, you're talking about you're talking about he has the ability to trade pitchers for players. And I, what I'm saying is, okay, when you finish tenth or eleventh in every major statistical category, unless you're telling me he has enough pitchers to basically trade out the entire roster. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's better than Montana. I'm not saying he's better than than uh, Milwaukee. I'm not even saying he's better than Cleveland. So I'm not saying he doesn't have the opportunity to make moves. What I'm saying is, if you want to say like Disney, like Disney, he loves pitching, but the well, I'm offense he has. has the, I, I'm, I'm saying he has the ability to make moves with what he has in his system. That's what I'm he saying. could. He absolutely could. But for now, based on what I see, because I got no time to prep, he's fifth. Okay. So who do you have? Who, fifth? Well, I, I had a Cleveland? I have Cleveland fifth. Okay, perfect. Okay, so who do you have fourth? I have fucking reluctantly. I have Salem fourth. Okay, so you're leaving Salem fourth. I am. You said um, reluctantly. So yeah. So 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 was Salem because it was Salem a, or Montana. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Who was the other team? Because obviously you're clearly higher in Winnipeg than I am. Oh, I'm very so, high in Winnipeg. So, friend. okay. So we got Montana. So I'm assuming, and you tell me if I'm wrong, just because of the park and everything, I'm assuming by you considering moving Montana to fourth that you're assuming Suzuki's gone. I'm assuming Suzuki's gone. I'm thinking from after having conversations with Josh, while I'm not sure he's gone, I think Josh could absolutely resign him. I don't think he cares. Like, okay. it would be great to come back. And Josh is a type of loyal GM. He's also losing Abada. <laughs> and Abada is a lefty in his park. Um, Gian has been great, but he'll be 35 at season's end. Like, he has two really good starters, which is Gian and Abada. They could fall off. Well, one could be gone, right? Mm-hmm. The other one could fall off next year. He'll be 35. <clears throat> Colin Collins is 34, which was a great free agent signing. Okay. Um... <sighs> Callback is fucking a hot mess in his ballpark. Avila is a 37 movement in his ballpark. He only has four starters listed. He doesn't have mid starting pitchers in Whoa. his minor leagues. He's got the four. He's got four starters. I mean, let's keep it real. He's got four starters because he made the playoffs. And he, he does have four starters. Hold, on, but 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 look at his statistics. Does he really though? Right, but but here's here here would be my counter argument to what you're saying. So, so by the way, the, he has argument, five guys who are going to hit 50 home runs. So. Right. That's what I was going to say. The argument, the counter argument is you're saying essentially that his pitching's not great, right? Well, his bullpen was 10th last year. Last year. And his starting ERA was sixth. But guess what? When you're number one in home runs and you're number one in OPS and number two in runs scored, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. No, no, no. no. It doesn't matter and, until you get to the playoffs where, when then it does. Once again, um, we're not talking about the playoffs. We're talking about right. where you're going to finish. You're never going to get to the playoffs if you finish fourth. So Suzuki's dope, right? He may be back, maybe not. He has Beltron, who's dope. He has George Long. Obviously, Beltron and Long are the, the cornerstones. Bullock is fine. Um, Duncan's but, older, like Suzuki, but he's fine. Colin, like, is Duncan going to fall off? Is Colin's going to fall off? Is Suzuki's going to be back? So he has question marks in my mind. Yeah. John is about going to fall off. His other starting pitchers I don't love. Obviously, he has Cole. And he has low. Triviano is really like a whatever starting, uh, whatever reliever. I mean, he used some high leverage situations last year from what I saw when I was reading his logs throughout yeah, the not, year. Not, not, not the, per, I mean, I, I would just say this. I, I, I mean, he's not bad, but I don't think he's, he would be, if you had all the options available, I don't think he's the type of guy you would want in that park to no, be so, so like, your high so, leverage or so like, your stopper. Right. So he has Cole and Lowe who are dope relievers, right? Dope ass relievers. Yep. He has Jean and Abada who are dope starters. Aside from that, he doesn't really, he has the kid Graham who's fine, but he's only two and a half out of five for me. So whatever star ratings may vary, he's not there yet. Um, and then he just has a lot of average players. Like they're fine, but I mean, he's going to like those guys did enough during the regular season last year that when they played, if you look at their stats, 22 and seven and et cetera, et cetera, like, they dominated when they played, right? 
They absolutely dominated when they played, which is what they had to do in order for him to get the win total up. I mean, Montana for most of the season, we forget Disney and Honolulu and not in New York, all three of us, despite Honolulu making the playoffs, fucking shit the bed in the last two months of the season. Like, fucking right. terrible. So Montana wasn't even a playoff team until mid-September. Um, he was around there like us, but he wasn't like where he was. 84 wins is probably right. far more than expected. You could have switched his record with mine or Gary's and no one would have been shocked. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I have him third. I mean, I have him making the playoffs. So you got, so you got Salem fourth and you've got Montana third. I do. Okay. Who do you so have for? I actually have this. Yeah. So this is actually kind of interesting. Uh, once again, haven't done a ton of research. I'm looking to but, HPF manifesto here. What are you talking but, about? But here, here's the thing that's kind of interesting. So I actually have Montana finishing fourth. Okay. So I do have Montana. Is it for fourth. the lack of? For sure, people returning like I have for Cleveland. Well, is, that the, is, that, is, is that the mindset? So I know the park, and, and yes, some of the, re- the the returning vets are are an issue for me. And as you mentioned, the the pitching His money, is an yeah, issue. He, he, hold on, he does have forty million dollars, but you got to figure like so half of that goes to Suzuki if he returns, and the other half goes to Jean if he returns. So well, he, well once again, and you and I think especially Obata, in his. Me, Obata, Obata. Yeah, and and I think especially in his park, I mean, now if you start thinking you're just strictly focused on playoffs, yes, you need those guys. But realistically, in his park, uh, especially with his offense, if he can find a decent left-handed ground baller, I was like, going to say the same thing. Like, his, like he his, doesn't, his he doesn't need, he doesn't need to have like an elite pitcher. His offense is going to score find, a shit ton of runs. You want to find me an elite lefty ground baller for a cheap cost, and then we can talk. Like his right. biggest strength is being able to pl- plug and play bats anywhere. His Correct. biggest detour is also being able to not be able to find average starting pitchers that yeah. you could get by on or I could get by on with defense. It just doesn't matter. Like he can't, he can't have shit pitching. Like they have to be at least moderate. Like they can't, right. at least in the home games, right? I mean, right. Okay, so you have you have uh, Salem finishing fourth, Montana I, third. Uh, Montana third. I have them. I have uh, Montana. No, no, I don't have them flipped. I have Montana fish, finishing uh, fourth, and then third is where I have Cleveland. Okay. So I have Cleveland. I have Cleveland third, and I actually have Salem second. Okay. I have Salem second. I think that they have a really nice mixture of. Of veteran he bats a, he, and he, younger bats, and he actually and has have the highest upside coming. in the division. By the That's way, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, he has some up and coming guys that I think are really, really look good. Yeah, and also, and if you, yeah, I was gonna say, I think he's you, a year away, but yes, he could be a year away. But but here's the thing, especially like if you look at his double A and triple A roster, his pitching is where is where Winnipeg's is right now to me. He's got a ton of of guys. That I mean, like I'm just gonna name. Does one Palmer dude here. win Rookie of the Year his first year? He that's, does, right? That's what I was gonna say. Like, if you look at Palmer, right now, granted, I have a kid in my AAA that that's hit 40 home runs with a 340 average last year, but he don't have the same metrics Humble as this brag. kid. Humble brag. Right. Not I mean, he doesn't have the same metrics, but I'm saying like this kid hit 43 bombs in 459 plate appearances. He's probably gonna have more than that plate so appearances that? wise this year. At- that's like a home run every seven and a half at bats, right? Something like that. Let me see, forty-three into forty. Something like that. Like that's yeah. pretty. It's like at least more so than ten. That that's fucking an astronomical. Yeah, I th- I, I don't knowing it's, Brett. It's one every ten point four. Okay, well, ten to seven. Come on, I'm close enough. I don't think that uh, Brett's gonna rush guys. Looking at their the age of his players in the minors. I don't. I don't, I don't think. It's... I don't think he rushes them. I don't think it's rushing though. Like if you look at his top prospects at, at like, let's just say for example, triple so, A. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. They're wait, all wait, 23 wait, to 26. That's not rushing. Real quick. Do you think that he's like, do you, do you think he's a, a, a less hyped up version of Palmetto? No. You think Palmetto has more talent? Not at all. No, not at all. You think he has more talent? I, I have, come on, man. I have, I have, I have Brett finishing second and I have Palmetto finishing last. No, I'm, I'm talking about when they're, sorry. I'm talking about when they're fully developed. Oh, when they're fully developed, it's pretty close, but I actually, I actually like the upside of, believe it or not, this is going to sound funny. I actually like the upside of his bullpen a lot more. And I like the, the, um, his lineup. Like if you actually look at like, uh, 
you know, who's potentially going to slot in at, you know, first, second, third, fourth, I said fourth, first, second, third, short, and the outfield, like over the course of the next three to five years. Like, I, I honestly think like right now, Brett is set up, like you said, maybe not this year, although I think he makes the playoffs, but I think like probably his windows open for the next four to six years. So I, I agree. Um, I think he's really good. <laughs> I actually, I think if you look at his um, month over month, and I was doing it for the podcast, I think he had bad luck. Honestly, if you look, I mean, he didn't have any 200 win percentage months back to back, but he had a five, five and a half, basically a four and a half, a three, a five, five and a half, and then he had a bad last September. Had he not go 10 and 17, he was making the playoffs last year, my friend. He was ahead of Montana for a lot of that last playoff stretch. Um, right. He did. Do, he did have a. He did have a pretty a pretty awful. Uh, September, as you men- you mentioned, and what's really funny is even and look who he played in September. By the way, his awful September was against teams he needed to beat. Right, it wasn't and... just like getting shit on by Oakland and Vegas. Right, and then to boot, not only did he finish, I mean, not only was he ten and seventeen in September and two and one in October, but he actually finished seven seven and three in his last ten. So when you take that into account, he actually right. started September awful, but terrible. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, awful. Um. Okay, so Salem, I think his projection, his upside is super fucking high. I agree. And, uh, and, uh, so here's the thing. I, like I we said, both have I Milwaukee have him. Left. Yep. Right? We, we, we both have Milwaukee, and I still have Winnipeg. Now, I don't want to get too crazy here. Talk me out of putting Winnipeg in the top spot. Could you put him fifth? Like, that's a big I, difference in our opinion. Yeah, I, I, I don't see it, man. You know what? Peltram and Worcester, like, if okay, hold it, on. Just hear me out. We're we're doing we're doing this like ridiculously early. Prediction. So I can walk it back. Okay? Hold on, I know you can walk it back, but you have to also you have to also think somewhat rationally. I am. So you're you're this this uh this putting him first or second. Can can we agree that a, a lot of this is a projection based off of what he could do? It's it's kind of like he, the Palmetto thing. If, how I have right. him fourth or third. Like I'm based on what I think the engine's going to do with his players. Now Winnipeg also like. But what I'm saying, but what I'm saying, Mikey, is if if he walks into the regular season with the same lineup that he currently has, you're not thinking that these guys are going to develop to the point that it's going to carry him to be first or second. Do you think his pitching rotation is the best in the division as it currently stands? His pitching overall. I think his pitching is really, really good. It's hard for me to say they're the best. Like I like, like you said, I like Worcester. I like Craven, but it's hard for me to say that they're like, for example, like you said, like the best when we know that Chris Hill and Trites are in this division. Now, yeah, granted, <laughs> Trites, I understand, is going to be injured for a little bit of the year, mm-hmm. but but I mean, come on, like you're talking about, as you said, Chris Hill, the best pitcher in the league. In the engine, yeah. No, right. I, I I do. Have I mean, no come on. First. <laughs> Um, and in fairness, in Shane, I trust. Um, obviously, he starts off one in nineteen, one in or not one in nineteen, but he starts off sub nineteen, sub twenty games last year. There's no fucking way that's happening to any team um, that isn't tanking this year. So I, I don't, I, I don't see it happening. No, I don't Literally, either. Milwaukee, he just has a couple guys. Obviously, Bowie's going to be better. Ricci's going to be better. Silva, for some fucking reason, he continues to be decent. Matthew, I mean, I just, I mean, he needs to fix his center field problem. And Milwaukee standing first to me, and this is going to suck because I was going to pick Milwaukee to come out of our side last year. He was that hot going down the stretch, and then he lost strikes, and then it didn't right. fucking matter. So he was the hottest team going into the playoffs, but then he lost his best player, and it just didn't matter. So right. he doesn't have, he has no system whatsoever. But the thing is, he has a lot of players that he can utilize to make moves on the fringes. There's so like 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 the players that Shane needs. Does he need? Does he? Here's the thing. Here's the, the players that Shane needs though are everywhere. Like he needs corner guys, and those are fucking everywhere for nothing. They're, like they, they are. They are everywhere. But but I would I would even make the contention right. Like, would you like to hit more home runs if you're Shane? Of course, right? Because he finished ninth in home runs. Would you like your batting average to be slightly higher? Of course. But once again, when you when you're you know minus nineteen after the first two months, like clearly the team had a down year last year. Like, absolutely, absolutely. I, I don't think that there's any way, like if you just look, for example, I'm, I'm, no, I equated, you know, I didn't know, I didn't do any, 
I'm saying you know that I didn't do any prep for this because literally I didn't even know we were doing this. Sans the nine page I'm literally Sans going nine page manifesto. You sent listen. Me these are my absolute predictions. I'm literally just going right down the list. You ready? First yeah. guy, Lucas Jolly. He had a 302 average, 407 right. uh, on base in 2025, 2026, 285, 372. Next guy, Don Bowie. 303 average, 415 on base. Last year, 284, 381. So Next guy, Matt Ricci. 343 average, 480 on base. Last year, 261, 389. Last guy, Cliff Matthews. 284 average, 359 on base. Last year, 259, 332. I only say this to say, like, and I didn't even go through every guy, but like Don't legitimately sort. every single guy okay. had a down year. Do you want to know why I was considering picking Winnipeg? It sure. was a lot to do with the Palmetto thing where I think just the upside versus right. the engine just because if Palmetto's guys are all one and a half, two stars, the likelihood over the course of a full season with their potential ratings, them getting to two and a half to three stars mm-hmm. and see the and, and see you go by the numbers more so than I do. I do go by the numbers fucking very heavily as well, but I do know the game's going to like, you have to roll the dice. Like the game has to fucking even out eventually. They're better players. They have higher potential. There's a fucking right. reason why it works. So here's the thing. If you had to guess, which one of his batters had the highest award last year without looking? Who would you guess? Uh, it would be hard for me to guess against Bowie. Okay, it was Bowie. He had 4.6, highest award by two. I would say probably the next highest guy, if I had to guess, and I'm not looking, honestly, I would say Sutherland because I know he's pretty no. solid. And nope. then I would say probably Ricci. Okay, Sutherland was almost last out of his starters, and Ricci was fourth. Silva. Wow who finished third and is 40 years old. He finished second, I'm sorry, and is 40, and he's losing Robinson, who was second. Now, it's interesting. This is one of the reasons why when I was looking to see who I was going to pick first, and you're, you're an asshole because I was going to say Winnipeg and have you go, what? Like Homer Simpson? You could like, like, so, I, and, 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 I, and I'm still not against it. And, and by the way, like, we still have a whole offseason, guys. We had the, the and by the way, and by the way, we, we've been on the podcast now for over an hour, and we haven't even got to the French Quarter. Or we haven't no, got I'm to actually the... game to do it if you want, but we, but we would have to speed up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna have to pick up the pace, but, but I, I, you know, we got we to gotta give the GMs what they want. Yeah, no, for sure. So here's the thing. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. Um, I think we should stop the podcast and then start another session, so it's not like a fucking fifty-hour upload for me. Okay. If if you're okay with that, I think it'd be easier for me post-edit-wise. Yeah, that's fine. We can um, do that. But real quick, before we do that, um, I find it interesting. He's he's losing Robinson. And we don't know for sure he's losing Robinson. By the he's way, he's told me Robinson's a free agent. Okay, we'll see. Not, I doubt he's resigning. I mean, he's been he's been hard. He he's been one of the three GMs that have been like, "Yo, let me stroke your Duffy." So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, I I, I I would like to for the podcast uh, publicly announce that Duff, I have a player Duffy. named Woody. His name is Woody Duffy, my dude. His name is Woody Duffy. Give me a break. So hey, let's end the podcast real quick. All right, give me that file and we'll start the FRL because I because it's gonna be too long. All right, here we go. We're gonna we're gonna stop and we'll get going again. Mark for edit on Woody Duffy.